Welcome back to Trending in Education. Dan Strafford, Michael Palmer, Brandon Jones with you. Going to be talking about a World Economic Forum release from last year, but really brings together everything we've talked about pretty much throughout this podcast over the first 35 episodes, talking about the future of work, 21st century skill sets, and how we're all learning to move forward in this society. But first, haven't talked to Brandon, haven't talked to Mike here on the podcast in a long time. Brandon, how you been? I've been great. Although I, I think I'm gonna, I'm gonna cede my time to, uh, to, to the, the uh, senior senator from uh, New York here to tell us you, you've been a world traveler, Mike. I, I have been. Yes. We can you give us the pricey? Sure. The shorty. Yes. Uh, all of that. Yeah. So I flew to London. I spent a little time in London. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Went uh, through the Channel. Mm. I believe it's called the Channel. Is, is, channel? is that a, is that a portmanteau? Of, uh, of channel yes. and tunnel? Yes. Yeah, there it is. Yes, all that. Uh, and uh, wound up in Paris, lovely Paris, for three days. And then uh, took the train, no tunnel involved, just mm. a train ride yeah. uh, from Paris to Amsterdam. Spent another three days in Amsterdam and then came back uh, this past Sunday. And uh, I still have a little bit of uh, vacation afterglow on me. So I'm trying to maintain that at Would least. Are, are you disclaiming this in case uh, you know that 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 affects your potting? No, my potting will be on point. Yeah. So right. in in summation, you saw London, you saw France, you saw Amsterdam, right? Yes. Okay, yeah. Got it. I think there's another there's another part of that rhyme. Yeah. There is, but yeah, it's going yeah, for. yeah, keep it clean. Uh, that's why we're here. But yeah. gentlemen, uh, to get to the topic at hand here, the the World Economic Forum post the the next forum is in May, May fifth through the seventh. Uh, this was a reaction to last year's. Um, World Economic Forum, which was in March of 2016, and was looking at what are the 21st century skills every student needs, and and then went even further to discuss uh, the future of work, how uh, we are all learning to uh, coexist with uh, machines and technology and all of those things that are moving forward, and there are a lot of subcategories here, so we could probably spend hours on this topic, uh, but uh, shared it a couple of weeks ago. We've uh, all uh, dove into it individually here. Mike, turning to you first, obviously a lot to digest a lot to take in here but what stood out to you from sort of a first read and, and what drew your your attention most of all from this world economic forum post sure uh well first off uh we need 21st century skills to pay those 21st century bills right? nice. so like that's that's the first thing that struck me uh secondly like a lot of like a lot of good lists and uh, iconography uh and uh, i really liked some of the frameworks that are in here that I think we can talk a little bit more about. Um, and I also uh, was really interested in their top 10 list of skills and how the skills that were top 10 in 2015 changed a bit when they were trying to forecast the skills that would be top 10 in 2020. That was my favorite part. Can we, yeah, it's, yeah. it's a little lower in the, in the, in the article, yeah, yeah. Uh, but can we, can we start let's, there? Let's do it. Um, so the so uh, one of the things you said is the list changed and it did. The number one didn't change. Did not complex problem solving. Sure, that was that's needed yesteryear and yes. needed tomorrow year and four years. Yeah, four come. years hence. Yes. Yeah, uh, I think that's probably right. Yeah, uh, that seems like an easy one that's though, kind right? Of like, hey, we have cerebral cortices. We do. Let's use them to solve at the vertices problems. of of all of these problems that are complex for having multiple components. Word. Yeah. Uh, what what's another one, Mike? That that you were, that you were that caught your eye. Well, I thought it was interesting that creativity 
jumped was like plus seven spots at mm. number three. So creativity in 2015 was number 10. So yeah. it just made the list, I yeah. imagine. And then uh, catapulted forward uh, to the third spot in the 2020 list. Yeah. We like talking about trends in education. Mm-hmm. That is that is trending up. It is. We've, we've talked about that. And, and you here also at, at Capital Mike have, have been a- advocating for this as an area where we just need more interdisciplinary in mm-hmm. uh, creators and creatives. Yes. Um, so, uh, so I, I imagine we were we were both happy to see that on the uh, on on the move up. And- I was. I mean, they're all they're all lovely. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> like, like I, I, it's a hard to choose. They're all they're all delightful skills. But uh, but I thought it was interesting that creativity had jumped all the way up to the number three spot behind complex problem solving and critical thinking. Also, this reminds me of our March Madness, uh, which it's now April. Uh, and we're our, still mad. I we're still mad, but we're, we're, we're making progress. And, uh, uh, like the, the skills here, uh, it is a bit of a competitive framing here where the skills are moving up and you need to make choices, one skill versus another. Um, Dan, just a quick tie back to March Madness. I think we're at the finals now. Is that where we are? We, we are. And it's, uh, it, it was a chalk bracket, uh, where AI, uh, machine learning will take on the importance of teachers in the finals. Uh, so, yeah. But I must. Yes. Yes. <laughs> but there yeah. it is. And Mike, what I thought was interesting talking about creativity, and I believe you tweeted it out uh, early this week, um, and you can follow Mike on Twitter, at Mad Intangibles. Um, whether you like it or not, whether you approve of it or not, people outside of your design team are making significant design choices that affect your customers in important ways. They are designing your product. They are designers. And to Brandon's point, creative, and like this is all part of the next generation where maybe in the past do your job, you know, do what your job is, but creativity and how we design things and how we get information out to people is really changing the way. So not really surprised to see creativity here, make that big jump. Yeah. I think, I think it's a great point. And what's implicit in this in 2020 is a lot of what we've been talking about over the last few episodes when Brewer was here is that automation is going to become more and more part of our day-to-day. And as the, the, the quote-unquote lower-level tasks become automated, the tasks that'll be harder for uh, machine learning and uh, artificial intelligence to take on will be more critical for humans to have as skills, which is why uh, I was excited to see creativity make that, uh, that leap forward. How about you, Brandon? You like lists. I sure do. <laughs> some attention to this. I can't wait to tell you what my favorite part is, but I, I must wait as well. Oh, okay. Um, just a, just a little on the the what we're talking about here. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. this was um, from the uh, in, in 2016 the um, Future of Jobs report, uh, which was asking from 371 employers uh, globally, asking chief. Uh, human resource and strategy officers, what we're going to be, what were in 2015 and what will be in 2020, the top 10 skills. So that, that's the, that's the, the data set we're working with here. Yep. Um, I, I always like to see like who, who are the winners and losers. We talked about one of the winners, uh, the, uh, the losers. So there are two from 2015 that are off the list. Mm-hmm. They were important in 15, not, not, no, not, no longer or will not be in, in 2020 uh, sorry, on the top 10. I'm sorry. I wasn't paying attention. What, yeah. what, what dropped out? Yeah. I haven't told you yet. <laughs> yeah. Just wait. Yeah, yeah. Just wait. Yeah. One of them uh, may, may be something that is already dropping here in this very pot is quality control. Sure. So, uh, <laughs> number, number six in 2015. Uh-huh. Um, gone. Gone. 
Uh, and then the other is active listening. That, that, oh, that, that was, that was, that was, that was, that was there it is. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, that's yeah, good. Yeah, I didn't yeah. even get there. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, so number six, number nine on the list from 2015, mm-hmm. uh, QC and active listening, uh, did not make the list. And the ones that replaced them, mm-hmm. um, number 10 on the list, uh, cognitive flexibility. Yeah. I've started uh, doing cognitive yoga in the mornings mm. and it's increased my cognitive flexibility. Yeah. So. C- <laughs> downward facing cognitive dog. <laughs> yeah. That's no good. Doubt, no doubt. And um, uh, I, I put facing in there just for yeah. fun. Cognitive uh, also, Warrior uh, is actually the name of my fantasy baseball team. So. What, is it? what is it? Cognitive Warrior. It's not that's pretty good. Sure. It's pretty good. Sure, sure. Uh, early in the season, Dan. Um, and Emotional Intelligence, uh, which I think is uh, that's, a, that's a new one from 15 yes. to, to 20. Yeah. Um, I think that, you know, I think we're going to talk about uh, SEL uh, in, uh, in a coming episode, maybe coming real soon. Socio-emotional episode. learning? Yes, yeah. that's the one. Yeah. I wasn't talking about like Spanish salt. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I think that is, uh, that, that's the, if I look and I'm trying to sum up what's happening here on this list, there mm-hmm. is an importance of socio-emotional learning mm-hmm. uh, in, uh, in these uh, top 10. Agreed. Yep. Yeah. It's yep. a, a big change to, uh, well, maybe not a big change, but a, 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 we've seen the trend uh, here of character becoming much more a part of learning and how we, we work in the workplace and uh, the cognitive stuff. But also, if you look a little higher in, in this article, the 21st century skills is broken down into fo- foundational literacies, competencies, and then character qualities. Um, and this is specific to students. Uh, first one, foundational literacies, how students apply core skills to everyday tasks, competencies, how students approach complex challenges, and then character qualities, how students approach their changing environment. So Mike, the, the, or actually, Brendan, I'll go to you on this one. The question I have and, and reading this and, and trying to gauge how do we, this feels like a moving target. It feels like everything talking about the, uh, about 2020 is, is projecting and trying to figure it out. How do we stay with what's happening today while still trying to look towards tomorrow? How does this all come together in your mind and build towards curriculum, towards uh, testing, towards assessments uh, that help provide students with the skill set that the World Economic Forum is talking about here to get a job 10, 15 years from now? That's a big question. Uh, I don't know the answer to it, Dan. Um, I, I guess what I would say is we, we should keep our eye on sort of a North Star of where we think the future of work, what skills those future jobs will require. And uh, knowing that we're never going to get it perfectly right, like what we're training, uh, you know, in K-12 and higher ed uh, people today for uh, jobs of tomorrow, like we're not going to get everything right. But, but I think that the growing awareness that, um, you know, how you work with others and how you approach learning. I mean, grit is uh, one of the things that um, is on the list of character qualities. Uh, and, uh, you know, I, I think, I think those, that, that, that sort of growing realization that those are as important as the, you know, technical skills that you're going to need for uh, tomorrow's jobs. I think that's right. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, you know, I think, uh, more holistic uh, programs that teach the whole learner mm-hmm. uh, and and not just focus on you know how how she uh, encodes um, specific uh, content that she needs to recall I, I think that's uh, good I think that's a good trend and uh, you know we're, we're seeing it incorporated already into curricula in, in lots of different ways I don't know that anyone's gotten it exactly right but I, I, I think the continued application of it is uh, is a good thing it reminds me a little bit of the the concept from psychology of 
crystal intelligence versus fluid intelligence, where, uh, you know, a crystal inte crystallized intelligence is more structured and rigid and known, and a fluid intelligence is something that's adaptable, flexible. Um, and in a world that changes so quickly, it's better to develop those sort of those those traits and those characteristics that you allow you to be flexible and adaptable to respond to the changes that happen. Um, it's a it's an Andrea Carol Dweck. It's Andrea Duckworth. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Carol Dweck's world. Yeah, yeah, it yeah, sure yeah, is. Yeah, yeah. But the interesting thing related to that too is that I think implicit in this construct is that we can teach character. Like we can teach character qualities, which is also consistent with uh, the what what Duckworth talks about grid and yeah. growth mindset and all that. But I think historically we've thought your character is given and sort of inherent in some ways. Yeah, and Angela Duckworth says not true. Not true. Yeah, Jacques. Right. I was in France. Yeah, you yeah. sure were. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you were there. also in Amsterdam. Still there in my um, mind. Yeah. Yeah, that's. Uh, I think. I think that's right. Although it, it is interesting that you're using something which I. I think just knowing you as I do, you're drawing on your own undergraduate education I am. to cite that reference. I am. So some things still apply. Still apply. Yeah. It crystallized in my memory. <laughs> it, 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 it did. Uh huh. As we walk through, uh, and Brandon, great answer to a, a question that I even knew as I was saying it was probably too big for for this podcast. But as we talk through this change um, and in viewing, it does feel as though this is a major development in the way we think about work and the way we think about education, uh, where you just said uh, character seemed to be in the past something that was given to you, something that came from your family, your upbringing was sort of a given and wasn't something that you could be learned. Do you think this shifts the the pendulum? We talked about that in the past, uh, Brandon, where we're we get these big shifts in how education works and how we focus and where we're focusing. STEM was a big one. You know, we have to get math right. We have to get science right. And maybe liberal arts were, were left in, in the dust a little bit. And maybe we swing back. Do you see that here where the focus becomes more and more about social emotional learning and some of these skills that may have been taught in the past fade a little bit? Or do you see the balance really being found in articles like this and how a curriculum is being developed? Yeah, I mean, I think there's a pendulum that swings. I think that the sort of conceit there is if uh, is, is using the time that you have as a fixed uh, resource. And I think we, we've talked a lot about um, in sort of classroom of the future, not being in a classroom in the future that, um, you know, to incorporate what children, uh, young learners, adult learners are doing outside of their dedicated academic focused time and drawing on that to, you know, to, to you can be building curiosity, initiative, grit, adaptability, leadership, and social and cultural awareness, which are the character qualities on this list, uh, in, in sports, in, mm -hmm. in music, in play with friends. You know, like the, the, I think that that's a thing that will allow, uh, you know, the, the, the future, everything is about everything, right? So like, it's all about STEM and it's all about cell and it's all about the only way to make it all about more than it is today is to have more time mm -hmm. that you can actually draw on and be more purposeful about the learning, uh, and, uh, and, and skill development where skill development includes character development, mm -hmm. uh, be, be more purposeful about that. And I, I do think that is a trend that will continue. And I think that's going to be good, you know, social good, uh, for us in the future. It's even reflected a bit in the foundational literacies where the, they go from just basic literacy, numeracy, 
scientific literacy, but then you get into, uh, you know, IT literacy uh, and financial literacy, and then ultimately cultural and civic literacy, which is is a little bit more about developing a mature character and actually understanding how can I contribute to my society. And, uh, and that plus the fact that there is this sort of IT element in the foundational liter literacies that are relevant in the 21st century, like that's a change. Like, yeah. Because like historically our, uh, our K-12 curriculum, for example, pretty uh, consistent with what it was 100, 150 years ago this would argue for adding more around, uh, and granted, it's not just K-12, this is more for job skills, but the idea that you're eventually going to need to develop some, uh, you know, information technology literacy, and also uh, uh, particularly interesting to me is the financial literacy, which is not typically something that is in most of the- I heard something about skills and bills. I think skills. that's, that's, that's in the there. 21st century skill <laughs> yeah. to pay your 21st century bills. Uh, exactly. where's, my, where's my merch, Dan? Yeah, merch, I feel like we need, we need some merch with yeah. that. Yeah, it's the tip of the Zuckerberg. It is, yeah. Gotta twack yourself before you wreck yourself. This is a greatest hits album right here. <laughs> hey, one thing, we, we like uh, fun with language. I, I think that um, it, it was interesting to me. There, there were 16 of these skills in, in, as Dan said, foundational literacies. There's six there. There are four incompetencies and five, uh, six, I guess, in uh, character qualities. One of them needed to be uh, acronymized and then defined. So I, I guess it was a space thing, but there's ICT literacy, yeah, which um, is footnoted as information and communications technology yeah. literacy. Yeah. Uh, I thought it was weird. It is weird. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, they, yeah. they decided, they made a weird choice, I think. ICT. Yeah. Yeah, I see you. Yeah, and I had to look it up. I had to look that one up, and it's like, didn't you look that one down? Like it's right there. It's in the footnote. Again, I need glasses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But and I spent some time overseas. You did. So the jet lag, but but it's like a broader definition. Like rather than just IT, they had the C for communication. Yeah, which I thought was interesting because like we do spend a lot of time, like social media, for example, is a little less IT and it's a little more communication. Uh, so it's sort of like the broader like parent term that's supposed to be a little bigger because when you say yeah. when you say IT you think about the guys who don't fix your computer right. No, right. no offense no offense no offense to our listeners who yeah. are in IT yeah yeah although IT is no longer IT it's engineering right it's it's like it's changed a lot of sure. places are changing the vernacular around yeah. IT yeah. because of this perception yeah. of IT right. as uh, you know the department that that doesn't um, help. Um, it's a little like adding the uh, the A to st to steam, steam right? Steam. <laughs> yeah, not st not steam. 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 Yeah. It uh, is. Uh, we got to wrap up with uh, some competencies, though. Did we talk about the competencies? We talked about every every other <coughs> thing in a list or in a graphic in this uh, article, except for the competencies. You made me laugh. While I was drinking water. The <laughs> listeners get to hear me cough. So if I die. At least I have this coffin. <laughs> <laughs> But I, that was good. I did think the competencies are interesting, though, too, because it gets back to that uh, critical thinking and problem solving, creativity, communication and collaboration. And like, I think that is sort of uh, indicative of the direction that we think the world needs to head towards, which is less individualized, more collaborative, more creative. Uh, and also that sort of that notion that uh, you can do more as a group than you can as an individual. Um, and uh, I thought that was pretty interesting. I actually thought the construct that they came up with here, 
in addition to the lovely uh, graphic, we'll have to share this on the, the Twitter, Dan. We will. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, and it also had lifelong learning as sort of like, like a nice little uh, border <laughs> border treatment. It did. It's yeah. Like, it's good. It's all about lifelong learning. It which sure like, is. It's almost as though the World Economic Forum had a time machine, traveled into the future, listened to the entirety of our uh, canon of work, and then created a graphic. I think that's and that's basically Occam's Razor. I think that's probably what's most likely to have happened. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. On, on the comedies, I, I thought uh, that that Robert Matthew Van Winkle had it had it right mm. um, when he told us all to stop, collaborate, and listen. You beat I, me to it. You beat me to it. That was yeah. in the hopper, and, and I was ready to go there. Yeah, I went there. Who is this? Um, that's uh, Robert ice, ice baby. Matthew Van Winkle. Uh, Robert Matthew Van Winkle, baby. Um, yeah, Vanilla Ice. Yeah, he really. <laughs> okay, there he is. Yeah. <laughs> This was I, think, I I almost picked that up from context clues, but it did not immediately jump to mind. Yeah, I was yeah. hoping you would, yeah. but it didn't. But um, <laughs> yeah, uh, he knew all along what those skills were yeah, that we yeah, needed. Yeah, and, he, and check out the hook, guys. His DJ revolves. There it is. Yeah. I I don't know how else to leave this other than uh, right there. Stop, collaborate, and listen. Nice is back with brand new invention. Something grabs a hold of him tightly. Flow like a harpoon daily and nightly. That's gonna do it for this episode of trending in education, Brandon. That's that's my karaoke song. Bringing that into the pod here really, wow. really makes me makes me smile. So that that's a good day here on trending in education. Uh, this is a look at the World Economic Forum post from last year. New meeting May fifth through the seventh should have a whole new set of data and uh, presentations to look at around education, around work, and the future of work as well. So we'll look forward to that in May next episode. We're going to talk about socio. Uh, emotional learning, social emotional learning, SEL for short, and uh, take a look at some articles discussing how that is being implemented in the classroom. Until then, find us on Twitter at Trending and Ed, on Facebook at Trending and Ed, and of course, trendingined.com. Check out that glossary. Check it out. It's, it's growing. It's, it's morphing into what it should be. All that and more right here on Trending in Education. <laughs>